my question is, should this be YouTube or Patreon? Because Nightmare Executioners, a lot of people are confused about them. Also, yeah, this episode was a bit too good for Patreon, I think. Yeah, like, we started off a little rocky, but I can edit that out. Yeah, like the one we recorded before then that was us talking like dogs. That, oh, that's That's absolutely Patreon. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the shit you gotta pay for. <laughs> um, this one was actually quite on topic. We covered a lot of stuff people might not know, and I think it's too good to charge for. It should be free. Yeah, this one I'm gonna put on YouTube, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Hi, Richie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. And welcome to What, Where, Why, Enemies of Bloodborne, episode 39, Nightmare Executioners. What a big free night. <laughs> and this episode was recommended by Agent Funk. Thank you, Agent Funk. So before we start, we actually covered the executioners a lot on the channel. Um, yeah. We have like a three-hour podcast on YouTube, and then we have a three-plus-hour podcast, which is the same podcast, but less edited on Patreon. Yeah. And then we have a podcast about stuff we discovered afterwards, which makes executioners make sense and some podcasts in between that so but still not on yusefka <laughs> still not on yusefka but agent funk has been following the channel for a few years now yeah, so i'm yeah. sure he knows so but for anyone else um if you really want like a lot of content on the executioners there's a search function uh, on the channel and you can just type in whatever you want, like Executioner, Alfred, Annalise, and there's a whole bunch of videos that will appear, and you can check those out. They're actually good. Okay, so this is more of a quick overview for what, where, why, as opposed to a detailed uh, presentation of the Executioners. from <laughs> <laughs> Previous episode, Rumble, Richie, I'm a talking dog. And they'll say, okay, new room. Hello, everybody. This is not going to be a detailed <laughs> overview of the execution. <laughs> one after the other, it's like it's like a week in between them, but no. So now, Richie. Yes. Before we can actually start this episode, just in case anybody is not necessarily up to date on our YouTube executioner podcasts, mm -hmm. we're going to briefly differentiate the types of executioners. Okay. So first, you know Alfred? Yes. Yeah, the guy with the cone and the robe, and he really likes Martin Logarius. Yeah, doesn't like Annalise. Doesn't like Annalise. Yeah. Those are the church's executioners, right? Yes. But they're not the people we're talking about today. No, when we say executioner... Mm -hmm. In this episode, we are talking about the big, fat guys in armor that are bent over and covered in. Are uh, they wearing like a cloak over some old armor? They yeah. have the they have the axes, and if they do a grab attack, they try to decapitate you. Yeah, and there's one of them that's randomly in an alley when you just start the game. Yes. Yeah, you know what? I think I have a solution to the executioner problem. Mm-hmm. 
the guys with the axes, the ones we will mention today, why don't we call them dismantling men, since that's their name in Japanese, isn't it? Yeah. I think we can just say executioner because we're not going to mention the church executioners at all in this. But why not make it simple, Richie? Is giving them a different name making it simple? Yes. All right. All right. Thank you. Well, then why are we calling these nightmare executioners? Why don't we call them bell bearers? Because that's their name in Japanese. Actually, that's a great idea. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Is that their name? Bell bearers? It, well, that's how I would translate it. It's it's like the one that bears a bell, like the one that is given a bell to hold. That is That resolves so many of our problems. Okay, okay. So, the executioners who wear cones, who can't see, who <sighs> worship Martin Logarius, don't like Annalise much, they're church's executioners. The nightmare executioners, which we will talk about now are the bell bears and the other executioners the guys in black cloaks the marion those are dismantling men perfect resolved everything okay richie so please tell me what are the bell bearers okay so the bell bearers have the same body type as the dismantling men um they also have the big two-handed axe that the dismantling men have, but theirs is of a different design. It's like a looks like a hunk of stone, and it has these runes etched into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the differences are that instead of wearing the like ragged black cloak that the dismantling men have, they are wearing like a white shawl. That's what the church giants wear and what Ludwig wears. Mm-hmm. Instead of having the plate mail helmet with the two eye holes, they have a um, they have a helmet with a visor on. It looks like the a giant version of the Yahagul helmet that you find, um, like the iron helmet you find. And the thing most people will notice is that their head is a mass of tentacles, like a brain sucker. That's like coming out of the slits in the visor. And um, when they try to attack you, they will sometimes use the tentacles to grab you. And when they do, you get like a, like an arcane energy blast sort of hits you. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that they are called in Japanese, they're called like the bell bearers and they do have a bell around their neck, mm-hmm. similar to the church giants and the church servants, but not like the dismantling men enemies who do not have a bell. Mm-hmm. They also sometimes carry the church cannon weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they almost sound like a mix of the dismantling man and the giant church giants. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. So do you think we can place an equivalent of them in the real world? Because they're only found in the nightmare. So is there an equivalent in the real world? In the waking world? This is where it starts to get complicated. Mm -hmm. So where do you want to go? Well, do they have a one-on-one equivalent in the waking world? I don't think they do. Okay. I think they might have at one point, but not anymore. Because, like, when you go into Hunter's Nightmare, Mm -hmm. there are the, um, the... Like, there's the old hunters there. Mm-hmm. And they're not the, the Yanamite huntsmen. 
that like run around with like improvised weapons. They're like they have like the safe, they have the the beast cutter and the boom hammer I and stuff. Think I real, know where you're going with they're really it. well equipped. Yeah. And then you have like the um there's no or there's one church servant in the whole Hunter's Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Just the one. Um yeah. and like the everything in that it's like you see you're seeing older versions of stuff. Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting at is they probably did have something equivalent to this uh-huh. in the past, but they don't anymore. Uh-huh. Well, that actually makes a lot of sense because like right as you were comparing them to um, the old hunters, I sort of like, I'm like, oh, this is where it's just going because you don't find the old hunters from the nightmare in Yarnum now because they're all like, I guess, dead or in the nightmare, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless, I guess, unless you count like Gascoigne or whoever else is technically an old hunter, but we're talking about the guys that are like, yeah, that yeah, you find a nightmare, like those hunters. Yeah, the the hunters that like would have, the hunters that would yeah. have worked under Ludwig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. but then Lud- Ludwig disappears, and you end up with these like civilian militia yes. patrols, basically. Yeah. Basically, yeah, basically these are the alpha versions of the giant giants, church giants. Yeah, they're like church giant version 0.5. Yeah, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. And it's interesting that they have tentacles kind of like the brain suckers, which could make sense too, where, for example, if the church experimented on these giants and the result is tentacles kind of like in the brain suckers... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we can talk about the tentacles later on, actually. Let's we can talk, talk about, about them, them now. now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when you run into them, they have this, like, swirling vortex of, like, energy in, in the um, helmet that the tentacles yeah. are coming out of. And it wasn't clear for a really long time. Like, do they actually have a head at all? Or are they just, like, like a portal, like the Augur of a Bridge? Is it just, like, a portal with some stuff? poking out but um now that we have the model viewer i was able to look at them with the vortex removed so what they look like under that is they have a like a bag over their head and then the tentacles are like coming out of that and i was like for when i first saw it i'm like well is this even meant to be the head or did they just need like? Is this just like a really rough blob to like stick tentacles on for the sake of animation? But um, if you go into the research hall and you look at the corpses, some of the corpses have the same bag head. So I think the idea is like, yeah, it's probably meant to be like someone they experimented on. So do you think these are meant to be Thumerians or just sort of like? You know how there are these, um, I forget what they're known, that they're called, like the ones that go like, so cold, dear sister, the big guys. Yeah, they're called Huntsman's Minion. Yeah. So are these meant to be like Huntsman's Minions or Thumerian Giants? I don't actually know. I'm going to say probably more like Huntsman's Minions on the grounds that like, we don't see anything else like them really. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean this will this will get into the church canon, but we'll okay, talk about that. That's more like a why. No, that's more like a okay, why okay. though. Okay, okay, okay. 
So that makes sense. So you yes. know how they're like snake parasites that burst out of someone's head. Yeah. We have the brain suckers that also have something burst out of their head. So the tentacles is like another version of yeah. the weird stuff that's happening. So it's yeah, sort of in line with what's happening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can get a little more complex into this if you want. Sure. What's up? Okay. So, you know, in the research hall, there's the patients on the ground that move around like a slug. Yes. And they've got the tentacles coming out of their body. Oh, I I don't remember, but I believe you. How do you not remember? You got killed by remember. them on stream. I just remember them crawling toward me slowly. I mean, like okay. that's it. That's all I so remember. They, they, have yeah. a, um, they have tentacles coming out of them. And you might think, oh, okay, it's like a brain suck because it's got tentacles. Mm-hmm. But if you look at where they're coming out, they're coming mm-hmm. out of their throat. It's not coming out of their head. Mm. And they're not kin, and they don't have any, like, arcane abilities. They're just hungry for blood. Mm -hmm. And if you remember, like, the silver beasts, they have the parasites living in the throat. Mm -hmm. So it looks like this is another possible, like, outcome of that, is that you end up with the... Rather than the tentacles in the brain, you end up with tentacles in the throat that just want blood as opposed to insight, because it seems to be where blood is associated with, is, like, the throat and the mouth. So I forget what happens when the bell bears attack you. Okay, so what they do is they grab their heads and they mm-hmm. kind of like st- stagger around. Like it's kind of like when the snake parasites burst out. They like stagger around in pain for a second, and then the tentacles come out really, really, really far, and they try to grab you. And if they grab you, they will lift you into the air, air and kind of breathe on you. Okay, it's almost like this this vortex is like firing out at you. Okay. And then that just does a ton of damage and they put you down. Okay. So it's not like a brain sucker where it's sucking stuff out of you. It's just like... So it's kind of like a combination of uh, the patients that you just talked about, as well as the celestial who summoned meteorites. But this guy summons something from within him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that makes that makes sense. So So basically this could be... Something the church experimented on in the time of the research hall. Yeah, but we're getting, I think that's more like a why. Oh, okay. We want to go to where. Okay. 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 So let's, let's, where is also, where is also important. Okay. So Richie, where are they? Okay. So there's three Mm -hmm. in the game. One of them is guarding Lawrence Mm -hmm. and that will fight the Yanamites that try to run into the cathedral. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of important because it tells you whose side they're on. Because mm-hmm. it tells you, okay, the, they are guarding the church. They're like the church giants. It's even on the stairs like the church giant is normally. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two are on the way to Ludwig. And there is one with an axe and one with a giant church cannon. Right. Yes. Okay, and why is this important? You said that this is important. Because it tells you that they're guarding the church. Right. That's literally what they're doing. They're preventing you from getting to the church in the same way that the giants do. So it's cueing you to think, okay, this is this is like church giant 0.5. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before they patch them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, great. And I guess we can move on to why are they. Okay. Yeah. So um, this... Goes back to the church cannon. Because when you pick up the church cannon, 
It's on the way to the research hall, so it dates from that period. And it specifically says that the cannon was made for use by what they call hulking men with deteriorated brains. Mm-hmm. And the enemy that you see using the church cannon is the the bell bearer. Yeah. And they are indeed a hulking man, and their brain does appear to be deteriorated because it's just a pile of, like, tentacles and some weird, right. like, space dust. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it looks like the church experimented and made these things, mm-hmm. probably in the research hall. Because you don't see the, um, the, hunts, the huntsman's minions. You don't see those big guys in the hunter's nightmare. You don't see church giants either. Um, actually, yeah. the only evidence of a dug-up Thumerian you see in the whole of the DLC is the one church servant. Yeah. So yeah. do you think that could mean that it was just, like, at this point they were just starting to dig them up? Yeah, or they just hadn't, they just hadn't gone into the chalices yet, possibly, or something like that. Okay. Something like that. Um, I mean, they, they would know from Bergenworth because they would have been in those chalices but like <laughs> maybe that's the one they stole from Bergenworth possibly <laughs> yeah so it looks like they are some sort of healing church like yeah. experiment and um again like they it's the same corpse head you see in the research hall they're wearing church garb they're specifically guarding the church from people who are attacking it mm-hmm. so you get a sense of like um, they're probably like, I guess they just got replaced by Thumerian. I, I guess like you could look at it in terms of, um, most of the stuff in the DLC is like stuff from Yana. And then as the church get more and more secretive and more and more like closed off, they start using more and more Thumerian stuff. Mm-hmm. So it could be like, they actually did like make guardians for themselves out of Yanamites. And then they realized that. Like, as they got more and more cut off, as the research hall was, like, no longer functional, they just started getting giants out, just digging them up. Mm-hmm. And the 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 way that they're called a bell bearer, it makes me think, like, the bells were probably a means of communication. Mm-hmm. But, like, if their brains don't work properly, it's like, we'll use the... Because the church servants have the bells and the church giants have the bells, and it's like the bells seem like a method of kind of controlling or communicating with the with them because they don't seem to have speech. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's how you'd order them around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. So I just had a vision. Mm-hmm. You know how everybody's like Lawrence left Bergenworth and Marie and German went with him. And it's yeah. like, but then the one giant is like, well, I went with them too. Why, why don't you guys mention me? The fifth beetle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and when you meet him, he's just like contemplating, staring into the yeah, distance. Yeah, the Zeppo. Yeah. The what? Zeppo. What's that? The Marx brother who wasn't funny. What's that? Yeah, there's like this Groucho, um, Harpo, and Chico. They were the main three that actually did the comedy. And then there was Zeppo, who was like the straight man. No one remembers Zeppo as being funny. Yeah, so that's that's the giant. Yeah. Yeah. I just had another vision. Mm-hmm. What, where, why? 
lore on individual characters. By that, do you mean NPCs, or do you mean like you're just going to well, find? No, like yeah, but like what we just did with the giant. Now we know their story. So, like for example, you go down to, uh, you know, to the base of the research hall, and you're like, "What is the story of this patient?" You know, and you like one by one, you figure out their stories. That does seem like the logical endpoint of this channel. <laughs> The worst part is I can actually think of, like, off the top of my head, a couple of dozen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, my question is, should this be a YouTuber patron? Because Nightmare Executioners, a lot of people are confused about them. Also, yeah, this episode was a bit too good for Patreon, I think. Yeah, like, we started off a little rocky, but I can edit that out. Yeah, like the one we recorded before then that was us talking like dogs. That, oh, that's that's absolutely patron. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the shit you got to pay for. <laughs> um, this one was actually quite on topic. We covered a lot of stuff people might not know, and I think it's too good to charge for. It should be free. Yeah, this one I'm gonna put on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I guess that's it, Richie. Could you please do the outro? That was What Were Why Enemies of Bloodborne episode 39 Nightmare Executioners. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Richie. I actually did learn a lot and it clarified a lot in my mind. I'm really happy we recorded this. Yay! Yay! And see you next time for episode 40. Do you know what the big 4 0 is going to be, Richie? Well, life begins at 40, so. <laughs> Who can say? It's gonna be so. It's gonna be something like. Okay, take a guess. Let's see your lorical power. We've already done Carrion Crow. <laughs> it can't what? be that. No, no, why? No, no, it's not stupid. It's good. These are all it's stupid. Gonna... There's, oh. Richie, look at me, Richie. All right. Before we recorded, when we were just talking. I asked you if you did an episode on something. Oh. What was it? It was Winter Lanterns. Yeah, so the big faro is going to be the Winter Lanterns. Oh my god. Yeah. How much could I expect to pay for all this great content? Well, (laughs) for just $2 a month. $2? That's more affordable than I thought. Bye, everyone.